God is good. Not just once in a while, but He's good all the time. It's good to be at camp meeting. My heart has been so excited. Seeing all the young people and the older calls giving and around the altars of prayer. Thank God, even last night, the Spirit of God was moving our midst. God is good. Oh, we give Him praise, we give Him thanks. Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 51. Psalm 51, this is the penitent's prayer. Verse 1, he says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, Cleanse me from all my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned, done this evil in thy sight, that when, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desires truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. And I like this final verse. He says, purge me, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. He says, wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. This Psalm 51 has been called the sinner's guide. It is King David's prayer that he prayed, a prayer of repentance. After the, the prophet Nathan had confronted him about his sins, David had committed adultery and with Bathsheba, and he covered it up by having her husband Uriah healed. But oh, in this prayer, in the 51st Psalm, David acknowledges the depth of his sin, and he tells God, and he pleads with God for God's mercy. He's admitting his sin, he's admitting his guilt. Homeless God, David was a great man, but at this time, as a backslider, he was a great sinner. But homeless God, he knew where to look to. And thank God, in the most important time of his life, and the greatest need of his life, he looked to God. Homeless God, there's only one way to receive forgiveness of sins. And is to pray the type of prayer that, that the psalmist David, King David, backsliding David, bless God, a prayer that he prayed. It's a prayer that works. Oh, David is returning back to God, but oh, he's coming back in the right way, and he's coming back in the right manner. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned. 
Every one of us, at some time or another, every one of us, we were in sin. We were born in sin. The word of God's were shaping and in iniquity. All must God, but all must come God's way. All must be willing to cry out to God and willing to repent and turn from his sin. The whole world at this moment, the whole world needs Jesus. The word of God lets us know we're living in peerless times. Oh, it lets us know we're living the time just before the Lord's return. Now, as we look at Isaiah 59, Isaiah chapter 59, if the old world at this moment were to turn their eyes upon Jesus and all of those that are unsaved, the old world over, would cry out to Jesus for forgiveness. The word of God says here in, in Isaiah chapter 59, says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Thank God he hears the faintest cry. Thank God God is faithful to those who look to him. He will not hide his face from those who cry out for mercy. But the word of God says, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. But oh, God is not willing tonight, he's not willing that any should perish, but thank God that all would be saved. Oh, in this Word of God, we find so much encouragement. Thank God, because it points to Jesus, the love of God, which takes away the sin of the world. God is able. Thank God. In St. Luke chapter 18. St. Luke chapter 18. Verse 10. It says, two men went up to the temple praying. The one was a, was a Pharisee, and the other was a publican. Jesus went up to the temple to pray, and he singles out two men that was in a, in a temple. Oh, bless God, God is looking down tonight. He's looking down through the old world. He's looking out at the masses of people that are congregating in churches all over the world. God knows every heart. God knows the motive and the intention of every heart. The word of God said the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with him himself. says, I thank thee that I'm not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, Adulterers, or even as public, and he looks across the way and he sees a tax a collector and he judges him. And he said, Thank God I'm not like this man. But oh, with the God that he was like the publican. 
Thank God the word of God tells us and he continues and he's exalting the Pharisee. He's exalting himself. He said, I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Oh, bless God, if you're going to boast, it is good to boast in the Lord. Thank God the psalmist said, I shall make my boast in the Lord. Oh, bless God, it's a wonderful thing to have a praise and to be willing to lift up and exalt the name of Jesus. Thank God we have nothing in ourselves to boast about except for the saving and the keeping of the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, to God be the glory. Bless God, but for God's mercy, put him out in the lost eternity. Crying out, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, my soul is not saved. But oh, the publican, what did he do? The publican, standing afar off, would not as much as lift up his eyes unto heaven, but always oh, smote his breast. He felt sorry, he had regrets because of his sinfulness. He would not as much as lift up his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God, be merciful. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus made a statement. He said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than he had her. Oh, bless God, it's good to know that and that we're among the redeemed, thank God. We're among the saved. We're among the sanctified. Bless God, we're among the blood-washed people. Oh, bless God, one day in heaven, uh, the tribes of every, every nation, thank God, are going to gather around the throne. Uh, the blood-washed are going to gather around the throne. Thank God, I'm going to be there. Oh, bless God, it's going to be loud, it's going to be loud, hallelujahs, around the throne of glory. Oh, this publican, he prayed the right prayer. Bless God, he went down to his house justified, just as he had never seen. Thank God he had a clean slate. Thank God the old account was settled. Oh, it's good to know in all hearts that everything is all right between uh, between me and my Savior. You have to make it personal. Is everything all right between you and your Savior? Oh, have you cried out that same prayer? Bless God, I remember 40 years ago, kneeling out of all the prayer. There's nothing else come to my mind. I felt my sinfulness. Bless God, the Spirit of God convicted me. I knelt in an order of prayer. And those words, God be merciful to me. Me a sinner. I came into that sanctuary that night. I was bowed down, burdened down. I went sin. I bless God, the Lord saved me that night. I left the house of the Lord and I felt so light. Oh, you can imagine what the publican felt. Thank God when he prayed, God, have been merciful to me a sinner. The Spirit of God witnessed with his spirit and let him know that he's born of God. Oh, that every 
chapter 15, verses 10 and 11, Jesus speaking, he said, he called the multitude, said unto them, hear and understand. Now that which goeth into the mouth defile the man, but by that which cometh out of the mouth, that this defiled a man. Sin unrepented. What happened? It gets right down in an individual heart. And it crops in the heart. When sin gets down in the heart, it, it ruins individual. When sin gets down in the heart, it ruins families. But oh, wherever their sin is, there are those who try to cover up their sin. But bless God, you can't hide from God. God, He recognizes it and He understands the language of every heart. If there's sin in your heart, it's going to expose itself. And when it do, it's going to reveal the sinner for what he is, a sinner. But oh, let's go. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10. He said, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? What God do? God knows it. He says, I, the Lord, search the arts. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. This world today, the population of this world, as of June, 8th, June 2022, it was estimated that the world's population, 7.96 billion people living in this world. Nearly 8 billion people. But God knows every individual heart. God recognizes everyone. God is no respecter of persons. Even as the ears of our head are numbered. He understands the language. He understands the thoughts. He understands all about us. But oh, God cares. God loves each one. Oh, bless God what it means to be forgiven. What it means to know that you're saved. In order to be saved, you have to mean business. Bless God once and for all. See, God once and for all. Oh, to know that my sins are forgiven. The call is going forward. I believe the hour is late. I believe God's time clock is getting close to the midnight hour. God is calling out. The Spirit of God is speaking to individual hearts. In Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. Wherefore God has highly exalted him, referring to Jesus, given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, 
of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Every knee should bow, but then he says that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Romans 14, 11. For those knees that don't bow to the side of eternity, for those tongues that fail to confess Him, the side of eternity. Romans chapter 14, verse 11 says, For it is written as I live, said the Lord, Every knee, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Then it says, so everyone. Oh, you don't have to give account to your spouse, your children, your neighbor, your friends. But the word of God says, everyone shall give a account of himself to God. God is still calling. The Spirit of God is still calling. Grew up in a little church in Southbrook, Newfoundland. As a boy, it's a dear sister that she would testify from time to time. She was not raised in this gospel, but she married. A young man, and she didn't grow up in the community where, where I grew up in. But, oh, that's where she came to her and her husband. And the first time she attended church, she heard the songs been sung. She heard the message go forward from the Word of God. The Spirit of God was pricking her heart. But, oh, she was saying, when I leave, I'll not be back again. But thank God, God knew her heart. Thank God, God knew her heart. The invitation song was given. She says she clung. We had the wooden chairs in her little church in Southbrook. And she said, I clung so tightly to the chair ahead of me. She said, I felt like I would have left a mark. And I know, cheers, I clung to them so tightly. But when the invitation song was given, she said, I rose to my feet to walk through the door. But oh, bless God. And she said, the Spirit of God turned around. God turned around. And she found herself having to hold her prayer, cried out to God, and the Lord wonderfully saved her, thank God. Oh, that testimony through the years bless my heart. Oh, Jesus still saves souls. The Lord still saves, still keeps, and he still satisfies. We're going to be having a wonderful time around the altars of prayer. Hungry hearts keep reaching out to the Lord. The Lord want to sanctify believing heart. Want to baptize the sanctified vessels with the Holy Ghost with fire. Want to heal sick bodies. But all oh, we're going to all pray together and believe God. A song and number about to sing 225.